Hey, welcome. Welcome to Barbershop.talk. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Alphaway Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Alphaway Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of barbershop talk. All righty, well, let's get this thing on the road. As we talk about in our intro, uh, our format or our topics are really based on what we talk about in the barbershop on Saturday, because our goal here is just to bring that flavor Bring it right from 421 Barbershop onto our podcast tonight. And with that saying, being said, Casey, oh, you know we got to talk about the uh, the football game. Oh, yeah. So a lot of hype about the Super Bowl in the shop on Saturday. Yes, indeed. Right. And uh, everybody was picking sides. Yeah. In fact, I thought it was going to be a fight in the shop. I thought it was the first <laughs> time in 421 history that there was going to be a fight. Yeah, you're going to lose some money that day. You say, uh-uh, <laughs> y'all sit your asses down. <laughs> <laughs> you are so right on that. But, uh, but speaking of the Super Bowl, as you know, we've been, uh, we had a contest where we've been making picks throughout the playoffs. And uh, and so the Super Bowl was the conclusion That's right. of our picks. And throughout the playoffs, you know, Mr. Logic got off to, a, to an early lead. Yes, and, he did. Uh, you know, and he was very humble in letting us know that he was winning, and that uh, meant all of us was losing. Yeah, he, he made it clear. <laughs> in fact, yeah. uh, he had a little victory dance, and in fact, he tore up the furniture in the barbershop and trying to do a victory lap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> knocking down the waiting chairs. Yeah, in his modest own way, he let us know that uh, you know whoever was in second was the first loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a quote. I think that's a quote. <laughs> So, uh, so we do have the results. Oh, great. And uh, before I give those results, though, I just want to say this was a historic football game. Histo- okay, wait a minute. Hold on. What, what, was it, it's, it's, what was so historic about this football game? Well, first, it, uh, first of all, it was the first time that you had two African-American uh, quarterbacks opposing each other uh, in the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, it was also the first time that you had actual blood brothers playing against one another uh, in the game. That's true, too. And uh, and also, um, my namesake was in this game and on the line. Uh, are you talking about KC? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to our contest. Uh, entering the final week, uh, Mr. Logic and I were tied in the standings. Uh-oh. And Mr. Logic took Philadelphia. Hmm. And I took KC. Well, well, well. And if you watched the game or heard about it, you know, in the first half, Philadelphia was kind of dominating. Yes, they were. And, uh, you know, and Mr. Logic in his, you know, his normal, humble, modest way, <laughs> you know, said, 
KC, you want to renegotiate the terms? <laughs> but, but I'm ride or die with my namesake, J-Rod. Okay, I, I hear you. You know, I, I do remember now, I'm putting it together, because I, I, I did hear Mr. Logic in the corner going, cheers! <laughs> Hurrah! <laughs> but, so in the end, KC wins the game. It was a real, it was an excellent game. One of the best games ever in recent memory. Yes. And uh, KC wins. So, I do win. I'm a modest, humble person, but yeah, I do win. Um, you, you, I win the contest. You won. You won, KC. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a thank you, thank you, thank you, studio audience. But it was a valiant effort by Mr. Logic throughout the, the playoff run. Now, don't get soft, KC. No, do, do, no. do the ghetto stuff over. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> But he gets to share the podium with me. All right. How? Well, he's the first loser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Logic is the first loser. Oh, yeah. that is hilarious. <laughs> but I do have to say thank you very much because I know a lot of our listeners was following week by week on our predictions and who was being victorious and things of that nature. I know they appreciate it. Um but you know, KC, I have to bring up because we was all invited to the Super Bowl party. It yeah. was KY Super Bowl party. Oh man, I'm tell you something. He he has the the Super Bowl party. Yes, I mean it is outstanding. And it also, is. we got to give his wife a little credit. A lot. Yeah, buddy. Because I tell you, first of all, she's a great host. Mm-hmm. And and when it comes to in the kitchen, oh, she can cook. Yes, she can cook. And her friends. They can cook too because yes. it it's like it's a little bit of a pitch in. Now, now KY has a majority in the main thing. So, in reality, uh, I'm going to quote uh, uh, KY saying the only thing you really need to bring is your appetite. Yeah. Uh, but some people like to bring things, and he's he's open to that. And whoever brought some items, they can cook too. Yeah. I, I ate more that day than I ate the, the entire week leading up to it, J Rod. Yes. Yes. It, but, it, but there was one thing I didn't eat. Well, what was that? And it really just because my my plate, well, okay, I had two plates. And they were full. Uh-oh. And I didn't have any space left. That's understandable. And, and and this one food item, I really wasn't sure what it was, so I just passed it up. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, well, I think I know what you're talking about. Was that was was, was that what people's calling the mystery meat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. giant, they say it looked like a giant hockey puck. Yeah, it, it looked like something. It didn't look like meat. And in fact, um, uh, now, you know, because of our podcast, I like to carry this little recorder, mm-hmm. right, to record all the conversations because we may be able to use it on the podcast. And so there was this one guest that was in the basement, and he was talking about this meat, this this mysterious meat. Yeah. And he was talking to this uh, girl about it, and she was just chuckling. So I decided I'm going to turn on the recorder, and, and this is what I caught. This is what I caught. you got to hear it. Let me see if I can get that set up. When he's, when he was talking about the meat, the mystery meat. Honey, I thought you was slicing up a piece of a tractor tire. Why is that meat the same color as the highway? Where did you cook that meat at? A burning building? And what is this CSI unidentifiable meat? Right? What kind of meat is that? Like alligator neck? Piece of crocodile bat? 
what kind of meat is that? Right? I don't know. Whatever it was, it must have been a witch because they burned that bitch at the stake. I bet if you eat all that meat, you're going to be skeeting out charcoal briskets for the next two and a half weeks, bitch. You didn't know ovens had a sun surface setting. Honey, it looks like you cooked that meat in an active volcano. That meat looks like it was found wrapped in a tomb next to a knocks on the moon, bitch. Meat looks like it's been marinated in gunpowder and grandpa's ashes. That meat's gonna explode in your mouth and say, Come here, boy! <laughs> Same time, bitch. I just, right. That's an accurate description of that meat. I, I have to agree. It, it looks a little strange. I don't but, know who brought that. But, but next year, you just, you just get some paper plates or something. Well, whoever brought it, they're not gonna admit it now. After they heard this, but I just had to record that conversation. It was just she was tickled to death and was laughing. I was like, "What in the heck's going on?" And they were talking about the meat, so I had to throw out the recording. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You know, okay, all right, we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna we're gonna move off of that. We're gonna move off of that because it is one thing I do want to talk about because a lot of people at the Super Bowl party um, have children, you know, at, at various ages. And uh, when we was when we was talking, we started talking about how different it is to raise kids in today's society, because they are a little different, a little different than what we are accustomed to. A, a, one of the most common terms that I heard is that kids these days are soft. Did you hear that? Yeah, and they ain't lying. They charm. <laughs> little called charm. <laughs> Isn't that toilet paper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we got to take different methods than when we was growing up. And that was one of the main topics that we have to find uh, what the kids today are responding to as far as punishment yeah. and, and how they break down so easy and they get their feelings hurt so easy. So sometimes it's, it's a critical factor of trying to keep their confidence up, but also being a little stern. But we have this uh, this video clip that that put it in perspective. Now, you and I was talking before the uh, this, the podcast. We was trying to find something that's fitting mm -hmm. for this topic, yeah. and we did. Now, some of you guys may be familiar with this guy because he's known as Earthquake. Oh yeah, the quake, the quake. So let's see what the quake earthquake has to say about these children today. New age kids. No kids. Your kids ain't doing what they're supposed to do. I done found the Achilles heel. I know exactly what you can get, how you can get them. They ain't doing what the fuck they supposed to do. Found their weakness. No, nah, it ain't the phone. No. Nah. All you need to do, turn that motherfucker Wi-Fi off. <laughs> <laughs> they on that shit like crap. I ain't lying to you. My son, he be upstairs. I be calling, come downstairs. Nigga, act like he don't hear me. I don't even call no more. He don't do what the fuck he supposed to do. All I do is unplug that Wi-Fi. <laughs> And then come to daddy, we ain't got no signal. <laughs> signal, daddy, signal. I was playing Fortnite. I was really good, daddy. <laughs> you got to understand, you can't raise your kids the way you was raised. It does not apply. The way we was raised does not have nothing to do with our kids. You got to understand that we are inner city parents raising suburban kids. <laughs> so all the things we went through does not apply to these little soft motherfuckers we dealing with. You put your hands on your kids. Just one of the ass whooping that your mother and father gave you. Put it on your kids. You'll scar these little soft motherfuckers for life. <laughs> they can't do it. I just try to punish my son, send him to his room. This nigga write a suicide note. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how long I can take this shit. The walls are coming in on me. 
He can't even stay in his own room with an Xbox. <laughs> These ain't jokes. My son got a concussion from falling in grass. He was in the hospital for three weeks. Hey, what's happened? What happened to him? I said, he tripped out back. They ain't built like us. You buy him a bike, you got to get a helmet, shoulder pads, knee pads. You playing football or riding a bike, motherfucker. They not built like us. We used to go to the park, get on the swing set, and wrap the pole. Let one of these kids go to a swing set and try to wrap the pole. Come back, chain around the neck. She like, get your ass down. Well, you said go around. Get your motherfucking ass. They not built like us. You can't leave them in the car when it's hot. Our mother left us in the car when it was hot. Mm-hmm. We were just smart enough to get the fuck out. And look at the door to see when she coming out. Yeah. She coming. Get back in the car. That's right. I was sitting over here. You right. You right. You right. I was over here. You right. You right. Fuck her. It don't take you no three hours getting no tune to fish. Is that? Oh, he was nailing all that day, Rob. Yes, indeed. Now, I have to say, he's absolutely right on the hot car. You know, because we ain't sitting yeah. in that car. Right. We're going to you know, get out. Y'all stay here and don't move. Shoot, as soon as that thing get up to 80 degrees, <laughs> doors are flying open. That's right. You know, these kids today, they're going to stay in there. It's 130 degrees. <laughs> you, know, it, it, you know, I had uh, six brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all developed a role because one, we always had my younger brother. He was always the lookout man, right? Mm-hmm. So if, he's looking for if mom was coming. Yeah. And now my little sister, you got to watch her because she, she was the title there. Uh-oh. She, she sell, always one in the bunch, ain't she? She'll sell you out in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Like they said, boy, snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> but he was spot on when it came to the kids of today. They are so soft. They get their feelings hurt so easily. It's well, amazing. When we was coming up, you there was no such thing as a helmet for riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're and right. right. And like now they just kept going further and further. And they do look like football players on bike. <laughs> Hell, I was following thinking I'm going to the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because now they even got these uh, uh these certain like pants or shorts that they wear when they ride the bike. Because remember us. Our jeans get caught in the, the bike change in a heartbeat. We just fall over. Yeah, flip your ass over. <laughs> then you start rolling that one leg up on the side where the chain was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the kids got special uniforms today. Now, there's one thing I do have to say to our listeners. You know, um, normally we give you the, 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 the language warning before we play the content. And we kind of failed to do that. So uh, we do apologize if the language was a little offensive. We gave them the warning. We said earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. You know, I think it's a good time to pause to recognize our sponsors now. Um, so, you know, too bad earthquake can't do that for us. And we got to do it on our own. But let's recognize our sponsors. <laughs> It's a party out in my head. All right, this is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cat, the owner of Out the Way Studio. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made t-shirts. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, 
go ahead and email him at kingcap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. It's a party in Miami. And one of our newer sponsors, Superior TV, where you can get everything for less than cable. That uh, you get all cable channels, premium movie channels, sports packages, kids programming, music choice, pay-per-view, on-demand movies and TV series for less than half the price of basic cable. Get Superior TV. Contact TY Enterprises at 317-801-8692. Again, that's TY Enterprises, 317-801-8692. And get all that TV for less than half the cost of basic cable. All righty. We do appreciate all our sponsors. And there's one other thing I want to throw about, throw in there about Superior TV. If you want a taste of Superior TV, Come on down to 421 Barbershop because we did purchase that service. So if you just want a glimpse of what you can get at home, just come on down and take a peek at it. And then don't forget that telephone number. We're going to read it to you just one more time. The telephone number is 317-801-8692. All righty. Get yourself some TV. You know, Casey, I want to continue our conversation to talk about our, our kids or today's society because, yes, when we talk about soft, we are talking about they get their feelings hurt. But however, when it comes to school, they are out of control. They are, Jay Rod. And and I think it's because society don't let us discipline our kids at home. And they don't let you discipline them at school. And these kids go there with the expectation nobody can tell me anything. I think you are so spot on. Is that you know we got a a, um, a couple of teachers to come in 421 barbershop, and they're talking about uh, the conflicts or the fighting that occur between students and teachers. In yeah. fact, it is all over the country. Yes. You know now what we did uh, we did some homework on this too. We want to just to validate that we did find some short clips. It was actually news clips, uh, and so I just want to play a few of you to validate that it is a nationwide issue. Here's the first one. I believe it's a uh, a substitute teacher and in fact this teacher actually got fired when the student initiated the contact mm. you got to hear about it you got to see it Alyssa, look. tonight a violent moment inside a texas classroom going viral as a result the community demanding answers after authorities say this substitute teacher was seen on video unleashing a vicious attack on this 16-year-old student, throwing a flurry of punches, then dragging the teen to the ground, finally stomping on her head. That teacher, 32-year-old Tiffany Langford, now charged with aggravated assault. A student in the class saying Langford had become increasingly agitated at the Spanish language class, eventually closing in on the victim. The student swung because she was in her face impressing her. The immediate onslaught that followed, leaving the student wailing on the ground. I was just sort of like stuck. That, that, see, now, that is what students don't realize. They be because 
you know, we're looking at the video in our studio, and the whole thing started as yes, the teacher was getting on the student's case, but the students right. reached out and swung on the teacher. Yeah. And the teacher happened to block it and then just start welling it's on the girl. Instinct took over. Instinct took over. I'm yeah. Casey, that girl was that substitute teacher ought to be a boxer. Well, I tell you what, Jay Rod, it's unfortunate that she did get fired. However, she started her own personal security service. And she's getting a lot of business. <laughs> she has to be trained by Mike Tyson because she was just throwing all these punches, you know. So, uh, and also, you know, it, it demonstrated that these kids are still kids because at the end of the day, when that girl got her butt beat by the substitute teacher, then she was on the floor crying. But she wasn't crying when she was all in that teacher's face. Yeah, she got that reality check. It was a serious reality check. Now, we did say earlier, Casey, that this is just not necessarily in your local areas, all through the country. It is. Yeah, because I want you to see another one. Listen to another one. I want you to see another one uh, about a, a fight between a teacher and a student. It is crazy. It is uncontrolled. Running stage oh, giant. That's right. Before we do that, we do have a commercial because you do know we get now commercials on the podcast. And I think this is there with the uh, uh, some paper towels. All right, so let's just bear with our paper towels and let's run with it. With 100 more sheets than Bounty. With a violent brawl breaking out in a California classroom involving a music teacher and a 14-year-old. So what started as a fight and why some students are standing with that teacher tonight. ABC's Will Carr picks up the story. Come on, bro. Yeah, walk back. Watch the tense moments just before a brawl breaks out between a teacher and pupil. This 14-year-old repeatedly calling his African-American teacher a racial slur. Hurling a basketball at the teacher. According to students, the confrontation sparked by an alleged dress code violation. After asking the student to leave the class, the teacher, Marston Riley, eventually snaps. <laughs> pulling the student to the floor, pummeling him with repeated blows to the head. Riley arrested, the student sent to the hospital. The community of Maywood, California now split on who's to blame. I think it was both of their faults, like the teacher and the, the, the student. I was scared for the kid and probably for the teacher too. While some parents also voicing their concerns. I know kids say stuff that they shouldn't, but he should be accountable. Tom, tonight, the you know, did, did you hear that? <laughs> you know, the thing is, is that if you teach your kids to respect authority, mm -hmm. they wouldn't even be in that position. No, no. And he was totally disrespectful. You know, that called the teacher the N-word about five or six times. Yep. But, hey, J-Rod, I went there and investigate this thing, and I was able to get a, a little small interview uh, with that student. Oh. Uh, to find out, you know, if this had uh, that incident changed his life at all. Mm -hmm. Let me see that player snippet up. Hello, sir. I will never ever call anyone by the N word again, and I will always <laughs> pay attention in class. That's all I got. Was right. That's but, all you got. But, but that that kind of stuff has helped that student. It's transformed them. <laughs> that left and that right, it transformed them. Well, a left like that teacher threw would transform just about anybody. But you know, in my opinion, when we was looking at the video, the teacher was trying to to stay under control. Right, and he was trying to de-escalate the situation. He, he, he remained calm the entire time, but the the student just kept becoming uh, more and more aggressive. The more yeah. passive that the teacher was being, the more aggressive this student uh, was becoming. Right, so and, and he I, had to take action. 
and, and he and the student crossed the line when he threw that basketball and it hit the teacher. Yeah. Now it's one thing that you that I know our listeners couldn't see, but that teacher had a combination of some jams. I mean, some jabs. Not jam. He was jamming on his face, or jabbing on. Now, I have to also say that I don't know if you noticed this, KC, but uh, that teacher still had the walkie-talkie in his hand. Yeah, he walked. He whipped him with with the (laughs) walkie-talkie. He just whipped that student. And again, at the end of the fight, another student was crying like a little baby. Mm -hmm. You know. Now, I also want to say something about this fight. All right. So, uh, if, if this is the one I'm thinking of, they had. The, the teacher had contacted the administration and asked for uh, help to come up here with the situation he had. Mm-hmm. And he was in dialogue with the student for several minutes. Nobody ever showed up. And he was forced to take action uh, on his own. Yeah, that, that is what's amazing to me is that these teachers are told not to interfere, not to try to break up a fight, not to get confrontational with students, and just to call the authorities. But are the administrative uh, staff, and they do that, and nothing's happening. And in reality, that's way too long. Yes, it is. And and, and they're not responding. So uh, that brings up another point. Now, mm-hmm. this was a crazy moment in the United States history, and a little bit is still going on now. Now you hear about all this violence all over the country when it comes to students. And do you remember when the GOP was talking about give all the teachers guns? Yeah, that's just ignorant. First of all. If you think there's too much violence in school, you need to do things to reduce the violence in school, not escalate it. Let's put that's uh, that's like uh, let's put out this fire with gasoline. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Can you imagine what would happen if you get a, a, a teacher that snaps and pull out a gun and start firing or on the opposite side of the coin where a teacher and a student is scuffling and the student happened to get the handgun? Mm hmm. You know, that's, that's some, that was a stupid proposal from the beginning. Now, you know, uh, I know we got a little bit more time, and we do have a teacher in 421, and normally we get snippets of teacher conference. Yeah. I'm going to play a quick snippet of a parent-teacher conference. Uh, it's a little bit different than what we were used to. Right. Now, now this we, now we will put the warning. There may be some language uh, uh, from this teacher's, uh, uh, this video of this teacher. But we have to remind you, this teacher works at Tech High School. So, (laughs) you know, he's a little rough. Well, yes, this one is actually from Tech. Now, I will tell you this, is that uh, uh, the teacher is a male. So that that when you hear a male voice, that's the teacher. And the parent is a female. And we're just going to play just a little bit of this and then make a comment about a little later. And, yes, this is at Tech High School. How you doing today? I'm fine. How are I'm you? Mr. Ray Ray Yes, it is. How you doing? I'm Mr. Johnson. Hi, Mr. Johnson. Your son, teacher. Okay. I'm going to bring you here for this conference today to talk on putting. You mean Christopher? I'm sorry about that, ma'am. Uh, Christopher. Yeah. What? Everybody around here called him Pudgy. No, you called him Pudgy. He came home crying because crying. you because you said that. I didn't I didn't call him Pudgy. What, what happened, ma'am? I'm up there doing my job. Mm-hmm. You understand this? These motherfucking kids is, is outraged. Clean your son too. I'm not gonna exempt him because you here, ma'am. You don't scare me. You don't put no fear in my motherfucking heart. I'm gonna tell you that. But listen to me. What was happening? I'm solving a problem. Mm-hmm. Solving a problem, asking the whole class. Mm-hmm. And that's I saw the problem. He gonna yell out, hold up, wait a minute, let me put some temper in it. Oh, he got that from me. Oh, explain yourself, man. I, I ain't gotta explain nothing. You better ask these streets about me. See, see, this is the problem. 
These kids come in here with, with, with functional problems and mm-hmm. trauma because of parents. Mm-hmm. It's motherfucking parents like you, Miss Barry. Hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. I, I, I'll let wait, you talk. Wait a minute. I'll let you get in here. Nah. I, I'm on fire. Christopher. Okay. Now, I'm going to talk to him when, when I get home. Okay. But let me tell you something about my son. All right. All right. He's being raised right. Okay. Yes, I am a player out in these streets, a pimp out in these streets, okay? <laughs> but one thing Christopher understands, okay. don't get to act a fool in school. But he act a goddamn fool. I'm going to get on He act a damn fool. You understand me? See, that, you hear that conversation? <laughs> <laughs> a parent talking about I'm a gangster. Yeah, you know. I'm a pimp. <laughs> and I'm a player out here in the street. And that's his mama. Yeah. Can you imagine the daddy? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and the teacher just put it out there. The teacher yeah. just put it out there. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these kids, they've been raised like this. Of course, they're gonna act a fool in school. You absolutely. So they've been taught all the wrong things. They've it starts at home. Starts- and I don't care what no society tell you. You raise that kid the right way. You discipline that kid, uh, that kid, so that the police don't have to discipline that kid. Absolutely. And you can't be going in talking about your street cred. You know the thing is. <laughs> Is that it is all about your child. And this lady is demonstrating that her child is a reflection of her. So it starts at home. So I'm just going to go ahead and close this on that. Uh, Hopefully our listeners don't have parent-teacher conference similar to what you just heard (laughs) from Tech High School. (laughs) All right, here we go. I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go Mob! Ah, baby. Money got on. Cash on me. Shawty blew my phone. That's corny. That's a no-no. I'm trying to hustle. That white woman.